there's the wind again that examines these explores these areas that I find fascinating but I want it to be more than just a talking shop I want it to have a naked agenda climate change is the other obvious big one and AI those are the two big ones anyway I want it to have a naked agenda I want it to achieve something an example I don't know how many of you are aware of two cyber weapons bought from Israeli private cyber surveillance companies dubious uh, 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 companies well not dubious but uh, dodgy let's just call them that dodgy companies two tools one called Pegasus the other called Predator I'll get into those another time but these awful weapons of surveillance were developed by these extremely bright engineers just outside Tel Aviv as far as I know and they uh, utilize a shocking flaw in um, the security of the likes of Apple's iOS uh, Meta's WhatsApp Google's Android to exploit what's called a zero-click uh, weakness in the security of those devices, like a mobile phone, for instance, like the very one I'm using right now, like the iPhone I'm using right now to record this. Zero-click or zero-day uh, threats, and what they do is they can affect your phone without you even having to click on a spurious, like link that's sent to you by somebody who's pretending to be your bank for instance I think more and more we're becoming savvy about being careful of you know text messages that come out of nowhere that say your uh, parcel this is on post and your parcel has been held up for such and such a reason and uh, click on this link to uh, have uh, to uh, arrange a, uh, a new delivery I think a lot of us now are savvy enough to know oh hang on just because this says it's from on post doesn't necessarily mean it's from on post so I'm not going to click on this link I'm going to be a little careful what the likes of these two tools do Predator and Pegasus is that they can infect your phone without you even having without you making any such mistake and that's the, the real worry about these weapons and once they get infected on the phone through some um, gap in the phone's defences for instance Apple is having a serious problem with the hames they made of their message app you know the app for sending text messages they tried to turn it into their own version of WhatsApp and they've made it highly porous and easy uh, an easy way in for these bad actors and an easy way for these uh, lousy so and so's 
to um, hack your phone. But once your phone gets infected with this stuff, it doesn't matter if you're using something like WhatsApp, which has got high encryption, or even using Signal or Telegram, which have theoretically an even better uh, encryption security set up than WhatsApp. It doesn't matter. Because once they're on the phone, they can read all of your messages, even the ones that are encrypted. Not only that, but these tools, these weapons, Predator and Pegasus, they can hijack your phone's camera and film you live without you realizing it. They can hijack the phone's microphone and listen to you, eavesdrop on you, without you noticing it. So, in the case of Pegasus, the company that developed this awful thing that they call Pegasus, the company is called the NSO Group. And the NSO Group argue that they set up these tools so that governments and law enforcement agencies can use them to fight crime and fight terrorism. But that, of course, that sounds noble. These companies love to use the horror that is child pornography as a way of saying this is one of the things that we are, that our tools are being used for. But what, in fact, what they did was they sold this tool to some very questionable regimes like Saudi Arabia and Mexico are two examples. And then, of course, the obvious thing happened. These governments, and by the way, we may give out, and we do, and we should give out about our government, but these governments, holy moly, these governments have no concept of the rule of law or of human rights or civil liberties. These governments started to use these horrendous tools against you-know-who, journalists, human rights activists, dissenters, opposition politicians and lawyers and so on and so forth. Oh, I want to tell this story. And I will tell this story. And I want a team of people to help dig into this story. Because I'm particularly interested in the use of these tools within the EU against EU citizens and what the EU should be doing to help protect us from this sort of intrusion. What realistically can the EU do what can we as citizens do to help protect us from this sort of intrusion? And ask a deeper question, which is, can we ever, ever, when, when the likes of Signal and Telegram can 
be hacked or the likes of an iPhone which Apple likes to market as the most secure device out there can be got at without you even having to click on a malicious link is there any hope of us ever being able to trust these devices that we carry around with us all the time I shouldn't say we that the vast majority of us carry around with us all the time And then I want to look at the Irish element of this story, the Irish part of this story, because the other tool I mentioned, Predator, is owned by a company called Intellexa. And Intellexa have, as far as I know, their headquarters in Dublin. Of course they do. Making good use of our very generous corporate tax, I'm sure. But that leaves them, as far as I understand... Under the remit, is that the right word? They're the responsibility of the Irish Data Commissioner. And I would argue the Irish courts, the Irish cops and the Irish courts. So these are the things I want to explore with a team of people. But not just to talk about it, but to see if we can... To see if we can what... See if we can fight back a bit. Well, Tarakori Chuck, 